Middays. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. Hey, hello again, once again, once again, once again. Once again, once again, once again. How Another. Many, are we in triple numbers on these podcasts yet, oh, are we? I don't know, far, actually. Yeah, we must be. Well, I don't know. Like, we're in triple numbers and everything else, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Including me weight, I'm in triple numbers say, these days. Belt sizes yeah, and yeah. everything. Included. I'm finally beating 100 kilos. Whoa! <laughs> I get there. Uh, I'll tell you something. This could be, mind you, this could be our last podcast in the sun. You know I, what I mean? You know the way you were talking about um, uh, on the show earlier on, you were talking about the, I, the gammy weather. You, I said this, you know what you are. Why are you just saying this current spell? I don't know what kind of mood you've been in of late. <laughs> I don't know what kind of mood. Hey, it's literally the middle of June. That's the end of the fucking sun. <laughs> That's the last podcast we do in the sunshine. Look, I tell you that much. There's an apocalypse coming in August. Um, there's a, there's probably an earthquake coming around. What's the, what, what's the traditional Irish thing? Is it like you get, if you get a, go, a good bit kind of a, a good chunk like say we had say three weeks ish yeah. of this is that it or traditionally is that the sign then that the whole lot of it will be fantastic oh yeah I'm trying to remember from I previous can't remember kind of, yeah and yeah. then we always go on about there's an Indian summer this year <laughs> it's starting in November uh, you know I, I, yeah. I never really understood what they meant by an Indian summer either no although I do have to like, say I've always found that there's always a time in September where you get a good belt. It's a, it's a, honestly, it's a it's, given. Uh, it's a given. It's always when the kids go back to school. Yeah. It's always when they go back to school. So they get the results. They always get the results before that. And it's always shite and rain. So it's like, yay, celebrate, woo! And there's like the junior search students with their skirts up to their earlobes are walking around freezing. And then it goes back to school when they should be out having the crack, enjoying themselves the whole lot. Get back into school, sun comes out, it tortures the life out of them. Yeah. I'll never forget the horrendousness of going back to school in those times. Don't be ridiculous. Stop telling lies. You never uh, went back. Well, I did one. I didn't torture you, and I thought, I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, I'm not doing it anymore. It's ridiculous. It's too much. It's all planned wrong. Yeah. That way, you know... That's the other, I mean, even on that, like, every so often you get that moment of kind of, you know, you're thinking about stuff. It's like when we when we talk about the um, the, the, the work week, right? Like, who, yeah. who decided it had to be five days that and two days off? I don't know. I or really it, like, don't know. Like, who made all those decisions all those times? No, I guess it's better than what it was back in your day when they just shoved seven-year-olds <laughs> up chimneys and stuff. And it was seven days a week. Oh, and I don't all know, the... PJ, we were happy then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a great job back then for me. Uh, but you know, yeah. But you know Jim I mean? used to get carried into work with, on, in a pillowcase because it was illegal to have young lads working. <laughs> but like all of those structures, and the same with school. Who decided that that's the amount of time you have to go to school for? Ten of the twelve months like, or whatever, yeah, or really whatever way know. it works out. It's definitely gone the other way. In our minds, it's like you know, um, where they just came out of nowhere from the beginning of time. There was a weekend and all. Yeah. That, that's not the truth. Like, a hundred and whatever years ago, there was no such thing as a weekend. You worked every day. You never had a holiday. It was all day long. It was like, you know, unions and all had to come and make these things happen. Yeah. So I guess there's a bit of that, isn't there? So we're, st- there? we're still fighting the right... So we're, we're still right. fighting. And one of these but days... But it's taken us this long just to get two bloody I, days yeah. off. And one it? of these days, we'll be working one hour a day <laughs> with a four-day weekend. And wait, you see, Jim McCabe will still be alive. <laughs> Jim McCabe will still be there going, oh, I remember. Just oh. like to keep tabs on it, that's all. Yeah, Jim, yeah. Or, or else it'll go the other way, and Jim McCabe will have a whole string of young boys <laughs> who are picking pockets and going up chimneys <laughs> to, to raise money. Tell yeah. you, there's an, yeah. enter, there's an enterprise They'll in that. Please, Jim, can I have some extra money? He'll be there going, oh, you've got to pick up a pocket or two. 
Got to get a revolution machine going. How come I have been tagged with this criminal enterprise kind of strain in me? I'm literally the complete opposite of that. I am Mr. Kind of straight straight and narrow. narrow. You are. Straight and narrow. In fact, I'm the man who's brought criminals to justice. You actually are. That's not strictly true. But he did do crime (laughs) documentaries. That's what I love about crime documentaries. And here we go. And and to sum up what was happening in this robbery, here's Jim McCabe, dressed like one of the people who are committing the crimes. And then, (laughs) I I I think that's what it is. You kind of... You're such a know exactly what, No, you know, I know like, what you're trying to say. Basically, you're saying that when they were cast, deciding who, who could do that, they thought, let's get a lad who looks like he'd know what he's talking about because he looks like a thug. He looks yeah. like a criminal. Well, yeah, yeah, get, so let's get a fella we know. make him. it look as though we have some inside information. Yeah, and then there's there's Jim, and he's like, you know, what Jim looks... I always say it now, Jim dresses very, very smart. Very smart. Like, Jim is a good dresser. Uh, look for a northern terrorist sort of <laughs> shooting flares at the opposition fans, so. You know, it's always the, the the Fred Perry's and the gazelles and the jeans that fit sort of just right, which I never understand how you do that. There's never a fucking crease in them. It's like they're always like tubular, tubular fit. It's fantastic, like really rough. It's like ne- tubular. It's like, it's like Jim when he walks. You never in the back of his knees. There's no crease. It's like he just walks with his legs straight, like he's looking for a fight. You know, all right. This is the Daffy Duck walk. This is what the criminals do to make sure nobody threatens them. And, Unbelievable. And you're always there. So you always look very well. But you, know, I, but wait, you also uh, look like the, exact way they dress criminals in football hooligan movies. You yeah, know? yeah. That's all Because what you're saying is like, I'm just like a fat nidge, basically. That's what you were saying. It was like nidge in love hate. I, I, going around in his uh, penguin. What was that thing that... What was that brand he always used to wear? A penguin, was it? Was a penguin? penguin? Yeah. And you know, that's what you're saying. It is kind That'd of penguin great. polo. Uh, we should get pingu polos, you and me. <laughs> yeah. Remember the little cartoon card? We should get them and start our own firm. <laughs> our own firm. We'll call it the animators. It will come around. Cold as ice, those two. Oh, the penguin, the pingus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We should do that. Pingu, pingu and Jim. Uh, but uh, yeah, but you always do have that, so I think that's where it comes from. So and it's also because you are so not a lawbreaker. Yeah. Like, Jim comes in and he talks about it's like a bank job. He goes, "Oh Jesus, really problem here." You know, like you're watching those movies, he's like problem here, right? We're going, we're going to need a getaway driver. Getaway driver's just been lifted. He's got a lot. Jim does that, but he's like, "Oh shit, right, okay, I have to pay the tax in the car. It's out, it's out, it's out of date next month. I'm gonna get that one sorted. That's a big problem. Let's attack that one." Yeah, you know, you know, you're, you're like, I don't know what it is. So yeah, so you're you're straight yeah, and narrow. But yeah, I think that's I, what I've been weirdly typecast into you know into that sort of uh, that sort of area. What do I have I to say? I mean, I, I would take it again. You know, what, what? because the beauty of it was people used to think that you were sort of like when they used to see that they think that you had been there for the whole thing that you'd done the investigation and you were. Undercover People and you were everything. And there's half with something. Little did they know, I used to just come in for a day at the end, yeah. <laughs> read the bits to the camera, and just leave. I, I didn't even know what was in what it. What was in the show? <laughs> What's the show about? I don't know. Read that. <laughs> oh, yeah. The hall was found outside a, 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 a truck in Valbriggan. Uh, yeah. you know, it's, people are mad though. My ex missus, she used to drive trucks for DHL. Yeah. Right. And she would sometimes, like, often enough, um, deliver a package and someone would sign for it going, my God, all the way from Thailand. You've some job. Oh my, no yeah. way. And she was there, I didn't pick it up in Thailand, you fucking nitwit. <laughs> I picked it up in Sandy Mount. They thought she, yeah, they thought she goes all over the world. So your woman orders a t-shirt and then someone in Kilester goes, I'm on my way. And they jump into the truck. And drive to Poland or Vietnam or whatever, and then they stay the night, get back in the truck, bring it back, 
and deliver it to the house. And that used to happen quite often, like. Jesus. Yeah, quite often. As if she was flying the plane herself or something. Yeah. Because it's like, the, you know. The or do you think the lad delivering the curly cooked Yeah. It's just taking as long to do them nowadays, isn't it? It's like I didn't make it. They gave yeah. me a bag with your address on it. You yeah, know. yeah. What's the ingredients in that one? I don't. As you if he's know. in there with the fryer. Oh, <laughs> shit, I'll have to get this. Jim will be waiting. Uh, yeah, man, the fryer. I'm going. You know, because yeah. it's. I mean, like it's understandable a little bit. Eric is always talking about this to us and whatever. And you'd know yourself, although maybe less so with you. But when you get into, you know, when you've got a character in something, yeah, and they associate you with a character. Like remember, Eric used to say he got loads of stick when he was playing the bad lad in Fair City. Yeah, yeah. He's shouting at him. Why are you treat whore? You're a disgrace. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He used to get out there. That's not me. Well, his famous one was he said he was in uh, Super Value or Tesco or something, yeah. and someone. Came up to him and says, You're some bollocks, you are. <laughs> and he says, You know, I'm acting. He goes, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. You're a bollocks. <laughs> and he was like, What are you talking about? He, 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 he thought he was in. I love the way, by the way, Jim just said that. That was the, that was such a brilliant, subtle insult. Eric could get this. He's a good actor. You you, you would probably wouldn't get it so much, PJ. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but he gets I just it. meant I just meant you play a lot of likable characters. Yeah. Although, yeah. having said that, you did shoot somebody with a nail gun. But anyway, yeah. but I mean, I think. <laughs> I think. Just mean, I'm just saying in terms of people investing in the, you know, believing you are the character. See, there you go. You well, know then, what I mean? When Eric plays a character, people believe he's the character. <laughs> when I play a character, people go, why is PJ doing a funny voice? That's the same voice he does for everything. You see, your trouble was you were, you were too famous to begin with. So they know you're not Barry Walsh. Or, oh. um, what was the what was the drug lad's name? The, the drug, um, in which? In Young Offenders? Yeah. The lad who shot your woman with the with the nail gun. The drug lad was there, his name. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't believe yeah. it. I don't know. Now maybe if you had gotten that role as Fat Barry. <laughs> yeah, which was the only other role I was ever offered. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget it. I know you get to a point. It's a part of everyone who does active gets to a point where you got to play to your strengths. Right. Play to your strengths. So you look at yourself in the mirror. You have to be honest with yourself. You go, okay, am I a romantic lead? You know. In yeah, a, yeah. No. No, ah, I'm not. don't sell yourself short, PJ. Well, this is... remember there was that time, Shower, I was beating them away from the door with a stick. Yeah, but they were all, you know, they're all just fun, like fellas in tracksuits that drive scooters. <laughs> uh, and so, am I a romantic lead? No. And then you go, okay, well, am I an action person? And you look at yourself, you try to trousers off, and you go, no. Am I sufficiently endowed to be in the Georgie Mo- No, I'm not. So what am I? What's my strengths? And right. you, can't, you, have wonder, you have to wonder about that. And then I got offered a part as a, um, a special needs adult who uh, buys alcohol for underage uh, drinkers and who is a criminal and uh, gets uh, done for things that he didn't really like understand it all. I was like, right, so that's my strength. That's my strength. My strength is um, a criminal who doesn't really, not fully aware of his surroundings was my, my strength. So I was like, okay. Wow. Um, yeah. You now, do? Why it's the criminal thing? I mean, like, I get that a lot. I think you protest too much. You're trying to brand me as the criminal. You're the yeah. one now that's been sort of seen as, oh my God, if ever there's a criminal, there he is there. Yeah, well, the, the amount In of movie roles. Yeah, I'll never forget walking into a, I walked into Chops to get a salad once and the fella came up to me and goes you t- you'll be brilliant in a gangster movie I swear to God you came in there I got the fright of my life I thought someone was going to rob the place That's, I swear to God I was like what do you mean he goes just you, you came in there with your helmet and all and I just saw you I was like, this. he was like here comes trouble now something's going to go down here 
He says, you'd be then brilliant. I then I realised it was you then. Yeah, and then I realised it was you. I thought, you know, you're harmless, old Aegis, whatever. Because like, I often That's how people give you compliments in Dublin. I often wondered, you know, when, like, you see in movies and TV shows or whatever, where there is the quite, quite obviously, there is the butt of the joke. Yeah. There's somebody who maybe is, like, you know, particularly overweight, or there's somebody who's bald, or there's somebody who's whatever. Whatever And you it is. know that, that the reason they've been cast is to be a figment of fun. Yeah, yeah. How do you break that to the actor? How would you say to them, listen, basically, you're just, you're going to be the, the, the useless, baldy, fat well, lad I that's think going to... There's like, two <laughs> ways of doing it. One way, right, which is the way that didn't happen to me. One right. way you go is, listen, you're really diverse yeah, actor. You, you're brilliant at playing. You can get into character. You're a very method actor. I think that you could really portray this well. It's a, it's yeah. a difficult role yeah. to get right. And for someone to look like it's not, they're not taking the piss or, you know, you have to get yeah. it balanced right. You, I think you'd be brilliant in this role. That's one way of doing it. Like me, it's not, they, they did it, they looked at me and says, we have the role that's actually perfect for you. That's what they said. A criminal who doesn't know what's going on. And he, <laughs> and he's it was, being, it was a little bit, uh, he's a little bit tubby <laughs> and there's a load of teenagers taking advantage of him. Making him buy them alcohol. And then they set him up for a crime and you know, you really feel for him. And then they're going, right, and that'll be perfect for me. It says, literally, we wrote the part with you in mind. <laughs> And you're, wow. like, and you're like, yeah, do you know something? I, I'm, I'm probably not going to do it this time. But ask me in a year. Yeah. I, ask me in a year. Yeah, Come just, back to me, yeah. Yeah, let, let, let's see how the money lasts. But you want to see, when I went back to them do the Young Offenders this year, I went back in and they, they had all, they had to go for, the, the, you know, the usual, they have all your costume from three years ago. Whatever. Yeah. My, you, I couldn't get me legs into the thing, man. It was the most utterly mortified. My legs, and you know when you get to, do you ever put on a pair of jocks that are so small for you that they get to the toys and you go, these never going to close. Yeah. Not only are these never going to close, they're not going around my hole. Like yeah. they're not going, and I'm tugging on them. Your woman, I'm tugging them up. Fucking trying, as if trying to batter myself into them makes it any better. Yeah. Because that's the weird thing, isn't One it? of us just Why has to we... say this isn't going to work, but no, I'm, I'm battling yeah. it and she's there in silence just watching me trying to pull them on. It's like the only ch- the oh only challenge God. is the getting them on. As though it's somehow in their head, if they actually go on, you're going, they're going, you're going to look great. You don't yeah. think I'm going to look like a sausage bursting out of bursting these. out of myself. Yeah. You, you think no, no. If I can just get them no, closed, if I can just get I'm them going on. to be hot. Yeah, you don't think so. I'm going to look like a terrier wearing tights. <laughs> <laughs> you think these are lovely jeans. Yeah. If I could just close them, I'll be lovely as well. It's like those lads who wear this. You know the shorts where the buttons are straining, straining. across their belly. How do they not and see? They, and exactly. And people are walking and past must, them with their hand in the air in case they get it in the eye. And they must think that just because it closed, well, it fits me, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it fit me three years ago. That doesn't mean it fit now. It must be shrinking. It didn't shrink. It didn't shrink. It oh. still fits your neck. As if shorts go... As, as the next day is the same. But the belly of a short shrinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They Unreal. use different material. Yeah. Unreal. Right. Listen. Let's give you a few of the best bits from uh, from during the week. We had uh, some good fun during the week. And um, we were talking. Actually, we were out and about on one of the days, and we ended up talking about relaxing tips. You know what I mean? If you need a little bit of relaxation, you need to get away from the, exactly, yeah. the how, hurdy-gurdy. How to wind down. But I think what we took from this was, be careful where you get your advice. <laughs> Absolutely right. Uh, and particularly when it comes to uh, star signs. Was, um, if yes. Star signs aren't... Re- horoscopes and things aren't as big as they once were. No, thank God for that. Yeah. yeah. And thank God, unfortunately... I'd quite the land during this conversation, I have yeah, to say. Although you came out of it all right. Like, literally, literally hung like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Also, <laughs> That's also, why he can't get into his jeans anymore. 
Also, PJ decided to decided to seize upon my imaginary criminal past. By the way, can I just point that out? Yeah. When we ended up talking about uh, dodgy goods, yeah. counterfeit goods. Can we just say Jim actually has never even been arrested or yeah, suspected you. of a crime? Thank you. Yeah, and yeah. not to say that they won't catch up with him sooner or later, <laughs> but uh, to this date, never happened. And then, and then the other thing, possibly, possibly the highlight of the entire week was when Mr. PJ Gallagher, a, a very proud middle-aged man, decided to take it upon himself to explain to the women of the world. Yes, how you wear, you're all wearing your bras wrong. I think you, what you need, women of the world, was a man to explain to you how to use a bra properly. You can only imagine how well that went. Yeah, it went very well. But anyway, I'd wait to hear the last, I want to get one of them ones that we were talking about at the end, from yourself. Have a listen, we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Glory Days. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Who could possibly give advice to women about bras more than two middle-aged men? Who would po- who that will let Who's you- better qualified? Is get, that what you're saying? Get ready, women of Ireland. You're about to be brass blamed. This is brass blaming, right? We're right. going to give some brass blaming here. This should be interesting. Right. Uh, bas- I'm intrigued myself as to where this will go. Well, you know what I mean? Uh, by the end of this, Jim, we may be wearing bras ourselves because a, bra- a well, stylist. To be honest with you, the way the last few years have gone, it mightn't be the worst. Oh, yeah, sure. I had to restock the whole drawer of undercrackers last week. I'm disgusted with myself. Uh, but a, a stylist has uh, people floored, they say, after claiming that almost everyone is wearing the wrong bra. The wrong one their entire life. They don't even know it. Women, you don't even know it. But us two lads, we know. And we're going to tell you about it. We're going to tell you about it. Great. Uh, yeah, so the, the bra the bra band is the most important, uh, which apparently, now, I'm not sure what it is, but I'm telling you, it's the most important, right? Uh, the fit of the band should be parallel around the small of your back and you shouldn't be able to pull it out more than two inches. And then, you know, they say, that if you have the wrong band... Around the small of your back? The small of your back, yeah. Is that not too low down? I would have thought so. If it's down the small of your back, it suggests to me you're letting your floppers (laughs) floop. And floppers shouldn't floop. Yeah. You know, they should be, you don't, you know, I, don't, I better be yeah. quiet and not say that, that again because the producer is, the is small, shaking, holding his head it in is, his hands. Yeah, no, Clint agrees with me. The small your back is, that's very low. If you're, surely if you're, what's Might it called, your, you, bra, your bra band. Looking at me this year, that's not so bad. <laughs> I, I'm keeping two coconuts in an egg basket. <laughs> right. Okay. So, the, you know, no, number two, the cup size. The fit of your cup is influenced by your by your band size. So as your band size changes, so does your cup size. So for every band size you go down, you should be going up a cup. Right. You know? I, I don't know what that means. But Neither do I. This sounds do- like a spoonful of sugar <laughs> helps to, you know. So, yeah. if your ba- what's it? Your band goes down. For, yeah, your band goes your, down. And your cup goes up. And, and your cup goes up. So, for every band size you go down, you should be going up a cup. Right. This sounds like two lads trying to figure out how to do home brew, doesn't it? It's like, you know, going... No, it's, not, yeah, it's not explaining much it? to me. You have to add more sugar, Jim, if you're taking out the wheezy... You know, having a clue. Uh, the stylist also revealed that spillage is a is a big problem. Um, brass spillage. We're back. Oh, sorry. I thought we were still in the. Uh, thought we were still in the home brew there. Oh no, no. We're back into the. Uh, they're back into the brassieres now. So, um, out, if you're spilling out the top of the cup, oh, God, I mean, that's very embarrassing. Or coming out the sides of the cup, oh, even worse. And I know all about that. Um, then it's a com- you've, yeah, you've opted for a size sadly, too small. Sadly, we have that with t-shirts, don't we? Yeah, we have that. Oh jeepers! You know you can t- you can w- women can have like maybe side boob or something. We have underbelly. Underbelly. Yeah. There's nothing worse than underbelly. 
When you have to lift your belly to close your pants or to open your pants, you know that. Yeah, or you find yourself you keep pulling down the front of your t-shirt. Yeah, you're pulling down. You're yeah. so conscious. Of Not the, the back. That... Yeah, and then every time you lean forward, it's like the back of it hits you in the neck. <laughs> you know that way. Yeah. They, it, the more it, I think about it, the less less qualified the we are to give I advice get, about anything. The fatter I get, the more it feels like I have my clothes on facing the wrong way round. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like the fly is at the back all of a sudden because the trousers drop so far and the t-shirt's on the run because the, the the back comes halfway up my neck and then I've got like yeah. Do you know what my you belly do? Do you know what it. you should do? You should you should get you should check your band size around the small of your back and whether your cups are overflowing. Yeah, I know. Well, my cups are overflowing. That's how I got into this mess in the first place. Yeah, uh, is that the end of it now? Is no, that, so number is that, three. Your, oh, there's more your, your to your this. Your cup shape really matters. So there's 25 different styles of bra, and the most popular stores carry only five, and that means you're, you might be wearing um, a t-shirt bra now when you're actually not wearing a t-shirt. Shame on you, ladies. Shame on you. Have you let yourselves go that much wearing a t-shirt bra when you're wearing a jumper? My God, you wouldn't have that back in my granny's day. My granny, they used to use iron bras cast out of steel. The local blacksmith made them for them. They're, yeah, they did, yeah. They used to heat them up in the morning, drop a pair of hot ditties in and off they went to work. Not like soft women now. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. Big hi to the Whites of Dublin 15. They're on the school run at the moment. Thoroughly enjoyed our mansplaining. Sorry, uh, what did you br- call it? Brassplaining. Brassplaining. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. They've, yeah. I don't think they found it informative, but very entertaining. <laughs> I, uh, for any women out there who maybe missed it, um, mansplaining is basically when a man tells a woman um, something, you know, you, when you explain yourself, uh, that, that's mansplaining. If you have any other questions, text us in. We'd be happy to answer them for you. Uh, if yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, quite, you're quite the giver yeah. when it comes to And brassplaining is when a man who looks like he has breasts tells a woman... <laughs> Uh, what to do with our actual breasts. Right. So that, yeah, that's what, that's well what I was done. doing there as well. Well done. Yeah. And it is important. It does emphasise the importance of having the right stuff. The oh, right yeah. stuff. The right You gear. know, as you were saying, there's there's 25 different types and only five of them are available in, in standard shops or something like that, you said. That's so, the only piece of information I managed to retain. Yeah, yeah. No. But anyway, so you know what I mean? You don't want to end up with the dodgy stuff. No, you don't. And unfortunately, Irish consumers are actually among the biggest buyers of counterfeit goods in the EU. Half of Irish people between the ages of 15 and 24 think it's acceptable to buy fake goods for uh, fakes, Jim. I mean, I would never do that. If anyone has anything that they see fake, uh, please send us the link to it so we can report it to the guard. Eh? Um, but no, sir. When you say fake, yeah, we're talking about something that's. So we're not talking about like dealing in the you know stolen goods or anything here. No, no, as in the counterfeit stuff. You know, right. so like you know the people who go around with their Bunbury hats. You know, <laughs> have you seen Jim got a new Bunbury hat? And he'd be like a Bunbury. Yeah, you yeah, Bunbury. No, no, Bunbury, the good one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 artist, you know, uh, I'm the, the goofy handbags. Got me new goofy handbag, yeah. The goofy. Oh, have you seen the fees? Oh yeah, I do love a good goofy handbag. Yeah, me head to toe in the girl goofy tracksuit. I was just <laughs> me North Goose jacket. It was a man on the North Goose jacket. I was running around with me scooter there yesterday. Oh, wow. you want to see? So, me? so nearly a fifth of us are quite happy to um, quite happy to have the, uh, yeah, well, the counterfeit yeah, goods. Pretty, pretty happy with it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I mean, I guess. I mean, the thing is, 
I do sympathise. I'm obviously I mean, not like, just, encouraging just in people. Curiosity, where do you, where do you get these things? And now, you know, again, so that like we should be we should be informed so we can protect ourselves. Where do we get these things? <laughs> says Jim McCabe, who literally made a documentary on it. You remember you made your crime documentary on multiples, uh, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Jim's documentary. He was the only crime documentary on counterfeit goods that finished with uh, the presenter saying, "And if anyone would like to see these counterfeit Rolex watches, um, they're actually currently for sale in a bar in Roundwood. Just ask for Jerry Macab." Uh, How very dare you! How very dare you! Yeah, that's right. I, yeah, God, that was years that's ago. That's years ago. Yeah. yeah so did, you know don't... where it comes from, then? How it gets into the country and stuff? If you yeah. did the show. Yeah, but I mean, like, it was a long time ago. Yeah, look, oh, it was a long time ago. I'm a different man now. I'm a different man. You know. That's yeah. I was just, but I mean, you know, the, it was very big because it was, yeah. big, but like, I didn't think it was as big anymore because, but it used to be things like, you know. Dodgy DVDs and I know, all yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. So all that's gone now. I know. Now it's Larry Vuitton. Uh, <laughs> Larry Vuitton shoes. And there used to be the and makeup used to be dodgy as well. The counterfeit makeup. And all I that always, stuff. that's, and to us, I get all that. It's dangerous, yeah. apparently. Dangerous. And that's, you know, the lads who have fake, fake fags. That's what I never yeah. read. You know, you know, give us, give us tr- two, you can get 340 um, Wattmans. Uh, for, for the price of 200 Rotmans and you're like don't do that you don't know what's in them what do you mean yeah. so what could be in it only tobacco and there's all they, they light them on fire and there's like they're sparklers there's all glass falling out of them and everything yeah when they're tipping and, the they used to be get, and they'd be sold in kind of like you know it wasn't even necessarily like a you know down a dark alley or anything you weren't dealing with a lad who was kind of like you know it wasn't oh yeah it, wasn't it was like literally some lad, some lad and his butchers would sell it to you yeah that, that <laughs> right, was out in, from under the counter that was in your documentary don't your man butcher? Yeah, you go and oh, give us a, a black pudding and two hundred John, two hundred John Majors. No, they were called <laughs> John Majors. Oh my god, that's right. So I didn't think, I didn't think the whole um, kind of fake thing was. Just, if you're, just out of curiosity, right? Well, I'm not saying you should in any way incriminate yourself, okay? But oh eight seven one eight one eight one hundred. What is the kind of what's the current trend? I think it's like clothes is the big one. Because everybody's well, yeah, yeah, Kenzo and all that gear and the Gucci gear and all that. That's the big one now when it comes to and the and the uh, North Goose jackets and all that sort of stuff. They're yeah. those, those are the big ones. Like apparently, Gucci, uh, as opposed to Gucci, Coochie. is one of the dodgy brands. The Gucci, uh, uh, Gucci, the Gucci, Gucci company the Coochie. would be called Gucci, 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 Gucci. It's it's uh, posh baby gear. Uh, but you know the thing is though they always say that it's about counterfeit goods and you shouldn't do it and you should never participate in it and it's only it's all the underworld and a whole lot but you and me will remember a time which is not that long ago where the actual shops themselves like the Dunn stores and all were copying big brands Oh, like, yeah. Remember, John Starr's copied Timberland with Woodworld boots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Woodworld. So it's, it's totally legal. It's not, it's not, it's not strictly speaking, yeah. a, you know, like, it's not fake, obviously. It's a different brand. But they looked exactly the same. Yeah. And it was Woodworld with a wink. It's not even The wink tr- is the one that gives it away, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got any Woodworld? You go to Jim's Butchers up in Roundwood. <laughs> There's a pair of boots there. Filled them full of sausages so I don't look dodgy. <laughs> Glory Days. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. If you're somebody who's into your horoscopes, um, is that even a thing anymore? Do people... Uh, that it used, is. It used to be, right? That used to be so big, such a big deal that people... Like, you'd read your horoscope for that day in the papers. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. 
You'd read it out and you go, that's me, that is. And you go, show me that. That's everyone. That's everyone. Yeah. And you know, you like, know. Um, the, did, was it, um, did you tell me that story about, was it Shay Healy? Shay Healy himself told me when he was working for Hot Press many, many years back. Yeah. He realised that people only read their own horoscope and they never read, you know, if you're, a, yeah. if you're an Aries or a Gemini. Unless somebody shouts at you kind of, oh, what's mine? Yeah. yeah but generally speaking, yeah. So he realised, why am I writing this crap? So he used to just revolve them. He used to just so put them forward one every week. Aries became Gemini and Scorpio became Sagittarius yeah. or whatever. So every month he just revolved them. And he didn't, and, and there's X amount of science. So he just, he never had to write another one again. Because by the time it got back around, you forgot. Yeah. You know, and it just felt more relevant. He was there, just ridiculous, wasting his time. Well, just, I mean, just in case there's anybody out there, right? Well, people. Who, who still. People do. Of, I mean, would you. I get it's hard. I'd be, I'd be frightened by that now. Somebody running their life based on where Uranus is in retrospect to retrograde. To Saturn, yeah. To retrograde, yeah, yeah. And all that. I know, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Anyone who runs their life to that particular turn of phrase is is asking for trouble. But making time um, for, you know, the old in-joke having, making time for sexual contact consensually with somebody you love. And maybe you have five other children that miraculously arrived before that. Uh, it's, it's good for your overall health. Uh, no matter if it's scheduled or spontaneous or not, you know, it's just whatever, each to their own. How you get there is your own business. But they do say Geminis, and we're in the Gemini sort of arena at the moment. Oh, it's, it's, it's Gemini uh, is this... 21st of May to 20th of June. So oh, right. this is the age of Gemini as we speak. So this is for you, Geminis. Yeah, they're inclined to be the most spontaneous instigators of sex compared to Sagittarians, Aquarians and people with the Taurus star sign. They seem to be the, the least spontaneous. They're the ones that like uh, want to put it in their calendar. It's not on the spreadsheet, love, as much as I'd Wait, like to. Hang on a second. Yeah. Oh, I thought all of those were all spontaneous. Have I read that wrong? I don't know. Compared, no, no, no. Gemini's are the most spontaneous, and down the far end, uh, they're the Sagittarians, Aquarians, and the people with the time. Half of Sagittarians um, admitted to planning intimate time in advance. So there you go. It's all yeah. That doesn't sound like me at all. Are you a Sagittarius? I'm a Sagittarian. And what's the what's the sign of a Sagittarian? A a big a gorilla smoking a joint? No, half man, half horse. Thank you. Whoa! (laughs) Look at you over there. Whoo! The Fingalian Stallion. Thank you. I didn't realise I was with Donkey Kong on the show. Um, So it seems that's a a thing. There you go. It's no wonder you have to plan it. No, isn't it? Essentially, you have to put up a scaffold. It's the. the, um, (laughs) Is it? Isn't it? it, Or is it the arch? No, not the archer. Is it? Maybe it's an archer. I always thought there was a half a horse in there somewhere. Anyway, I love the way Jim's just making up his own. No, it's a centaur. Is it? Look at this. Jim, Jim's uh, star sign. It's a half a horse with a, with a bow and arrow shooting a rifle. We're uh, flexing his muscles. He's doing dumbbell rolls. Emily, are you on the case there to find out what it is? Thank you very much indeed. I Wait, think, uh, is it the archer, is it? No. The it archer. is the archer. Yeah, so but is go. the archer half a horse? Is he half? Yeah, he's a centaur. There you see, he's a centaur that just happens to be also good at bows and arrows. <laughs> it's not just Jim all over. As if he has a second, like I said, what are you? I, I, the ram Taurus Aries oh Aries yeah, right yeah. okay oh, like Aries just a ram. the ram just running into stuff yeah, exactly. as if you have enough to do that's like yeah, yeah, you're, that's you're you all over actually two footed straight in straight yeah. in yeah. yeah straight boom just hit it doesn't mm. matter and there's you Be literally down. donkey konging around with <laughs> half a horse body trying to work it out and you're still thinking I'm not good enough at me bows and arrows that needs work that needs work <sighs> 
Wow. Uh, yes, so that's the way it is, yeah. Uh, men, of star so- men of all star signs, surprisingly, are sort of more likely to organise when it comes to getting the sexual... Organise uh, it? Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, it just, organizing it doesn't sound very... knocks the fun out of it, if well, you can. Like, are you talking about... Although they do say that you should kind of like actually, you know... Yeah. Pl- put a time and, and stuff in for it. Whatever. No, I can't. I mean... That's sad, doesn't it? I literally can't I mean, even like, do that with di- with food. I can't even make it to dinner. Do you know? Well, it just doesn't sound very romantic. It doesn't, no. Say, look, right, I'll tell you. So the match is finished at about five. I've got... Um, I think I'll do the car and then we'll do it. And then we'll go at it. <laughs> and, and, we can, and we have only 15 minutes now because your sister's coming over. Uh, so w- what we'll do there, you know, it sounds very unromantic. Like, yeah, it does. Wait till, wait till 4.43pm later. <laughs> I'm going to romance the pants off you. Oh, you'd be lucky. What colour flowers would you like to lead you towards the bathroom? Wow. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah, it's very, I don't know. I guess some people do it, do it really well. Uh, I'm just not good at planning anything anyway. No, I can't even buy a plane ticket. Yeah. Uh, so I struggle with all of these things. So I suppose the idea of no, planning that... Yeah, because you're the ram. Just literally straight in. I'm here! What's going on now? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, make it happen for me. You just go straight in, <laughs> well, there, head first. Oh, well, I am the man who managed to take off his trousers <laughs> in a GP's office when I had an ear infection. <laughs> Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. We were going through the news stories of the day and there's one here just purely coincidental with the day that's in it that says tips to help you relax. Right. Right. Some of them are pretty obvious and whatever. And then other ones, I mean, it really does depend on your interpretation. Of what relaxing is. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, looking at old photos. So look at the time when you used to be happy. Yeah. And reflect on how miserable you are now. Exactly. I, yeah, you I, know, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't see that as a tip because that all that would be is look at the time when you um, had more hair, were thinner. Uh, it just it wouldn't be a good thing. you didn't thing. have to work with me every day. <laughs> I mean, you've got so many happy memories that you could just go yeah, away from. I mean, yeah, you know, I have a career to look back on that I, that I since lost. Yeah, that you were like, oh, remember when I used to get up in the morning and have my own show and it was nice and I liked it and I didn't have to look after a, a, you know, a, the, the local head case, uh, you know, all of that. And, and some of it is, like, it makes sense, right? Some of them are like, you know, oh, like... Well, actually, I don't know if many of them do. Like, listen to nice music and all that sort of okay, stuff. Okay, well, that's, yeah. Avoid the social old... media, things like that. But then Great, great some... tip. Avoid social media is a great tip. Always a great tip. But then there's stuff like, you know, um, or, like use the five-second rule. So if you find your mind spiraling, count backwards from five. How does this help anyone? Count backwards you, from five. You'd be count. You'd be down to about three hundred and sixty. I'd be in minus figures. As soon as you saw me coming, you'd be there going right. He'll be gone in five seconds. Five. <laughs> What's the one about? Um, did you say that certain smells? Sniff an orange. It's I beg a, your pardon. If you go sniff an orange, you yeah. If you're feeling down, apparently there's something about an orange. So um, certain smells are known to be uplifting. So the whiff of an owl orange. Um, will help you think clearly. So, and it also says stroke a pet. So, what if your pet's a snake? You're sitting in the house, <laughs> sniffing an orange, stroking a snake, <laughs> counting backwards from five, and and looking at old pictures of when you used to be happier. Yeah, it really doesn't paint a picture. Yeah. of days. Why an orange? Does, is it any fruit? It doesn't say any fruit. It literally says certain smells are known to be uplifting, but an orange is the thing. So that's brilliant. Now, so next time you walk into a 
a, yeah. a greengrocers or whatever, <laughs> then you go to ask for an orange. Like, yeah. Are we not not feeling great today? Are we not, are we? not feeling great today? <laughs> oh, Jim was in on the Jim's on the oranges he's again. He's back on the oranges See, again. Jim's back on the oranges. Oh, yeah. He came in with a snake as obviously, a scarf. Obviously, a tough day with PJ yeah. on the job today. It also says, and get he, he this, he took an entire crate of oranges over. <laughs> It also says, give yourself a tennis ball massage. I don't even know what that is. That is sounds that, a borderline rude. just when you get your other half to whack you in the back with tennis balls. Like, get, get the tennis racket out. Use me for practice. What about, like, come here, what about the old um, uh, retail therapy now? Is there anything in that? Yeah, there is a little bit. It says, um, yeah, buy yourself something nice. For instance, it says uh, a pair of trousers. I don't know why it shows trousers. Why would it choose? It's the most random thing ever. Isn't it? Like a pair of trousers. There's Jim there. Wait to see. Like, uh, talk about I'm going to have to cheer Jim up after this show. A crate of oranges, two snakes, a brand new set of strides. Yeah. To be chinos for, till the end of the week. Yeah, and yeah. They go, yeah, 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 God. I say, he must be in great form now. He's after going through six pairs of chinos in the last month. <laughs> trousers are a weird choice, man, to be fair. It is, isn't that it? Is, like, buying yourself something nice. Yeah. It's, hard, it's hardly a luxury item. Yeah, I mean, and here's the weirdest one of all. Give someone a hand doing something they want to do. Are oh, you no, out of your here, mind? Come on, this—that's the whole, the whole the, kind of. Are one of your friends moving house? Would they like a hand? As that is I, literally the cue to run a mile. Always what I get think. out of there quick. That's what, always what I. I'm not. I'm not feeling great today. I wonder if I could give a Jim a hand moving house. He's a, I'm not even. I don't want to move house. Jim, I like where I live. Jim, we're ha- I'm afraid you're going to have to find a new place. I'm having a bad day. <laughs> Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. There we go. Uh, some of the best bits from uh, from during the week. Um, I'm surprised you were able to walk the streets after that conversation about the brass oh, yeah, I'm surprised you weren't absolutely beaten to death by women as you passed by on the streets. Well, there's two types of women, isn't there, Jim? There's women out there who just want to do their own thing, who won't listen to a man when it comes to bra, and there's women out there who are quite happy to put a pair of hot diddies into an iron bra and walk around in the summer feeling like they own the place. So I think that's, uh, you know... Yeah. It actually sounded like one of those kind of medieval tortures, didn't yeah. it, you know? Or a weird put cooking show. Put the hot diddies into the iron yeah. bra! Yeah, a weird cooking show from the ages. To me, we're making hot diddies in an iron grill. Because we're going to put two hot ditties in and we're going to fry them up in the iron grill for a little while. Yeah. Oh, absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, my mother used to make the best hot ditties ever. Like, my father was literally going crazy for them. <laughs> Write that down as a Friday feature. Hot titties. We're doing hot titties. In, in, the, in the air fryer. Hot titties. Yeah, hot, hot, hot titties have to be firm to the touch, but squishy. You get the consistency right. <laughs> You're enjoying that too much. <laughs> right, come on. Let's get out of here. Okay. We've done I'm, enough damage. Fried hot titties for everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.